and welcome to another edition of the Lose Your Mind podcast, where we talk about all things mindfulness. If you've been listening to us, you'll know that we've been talking about the mindful attitudes. And this week, we're going to talk about non-judgment. So I'm here with Kelly, who's going to open up with a few words, a few choice and chosen words of wisdom about the attitude of non-judgment. So take it away, Kelly. Thank you, Alan. I will do. So in the words of John Kabat-Zinn, he expresses non-judgment as judgments of mind tend to dominate our minds and make it hard for us to ever find any peace. By becoming an impartial witness to our experience, we become aware of our habitual judgments and reactions. Knowing what we can do allows space for a new response. So it's quite interesting what he says there, because just by talking about non-judgment itself, this could lead you into many different things when you think about it. But he's saying here that by bringing awareness to the way we judge things, we can really choose our responses more wisely. Would you agree? Yeah, I think um, it's a really interesting definition that you've just come up with there, because it says so many things that are yep that's mindfulness that's mindfulness that's mindfulness and um it it's almost like a bingo isn't it of uh of things that mindfulness is um but yeah and it is i always think if i were to explain mindfulness in an elevator pitch to anybody it in 20 seconds it would be well it just gives you the headspace and awareness to be able to choose your responses because as humans, we we tend to leap in off the deep end, don't we? And um, and react rather than respond properly um, in lots of ways. So I, I, I think this one's interesting because I think it's, you know, judgment is one of those things that we we are wired to do, aren't we? And, and we have to think and say all the time, you know, I like this, I don't like that. And, you know, we have to make judgments. If you say, how are you? You know, you have to make, you have to respond to that in a judgmental way, but I'm okay or I'm not okay. You know, it, all those, all those kind of things. I think we're, we're just judging all the time. And, and I don't think that will ever change in a sense. Cause, cause we have to, we have to know what's good, what's bad. We have to know what's moral or immoral or, you know, all those kind of things, but to be aware of it, as that definition says is, um, it's such a good thing because it just gives you the chance to change those habitual thoughts. Yeah, I think you're right there because our power is in our response a lot of the time, isn't it? If we sort of steamroller in without having awareness or creating that space, we don't really think things through properly and we can get caught up in a way where we are making judgments of things without really stopping and when you think about mindfulness as a whole and medita meditation, essentially, a lot of people, and I think we've discussed this before, but they don't want to do meditation because they've already placed a judgment on it, thinking that they've got to sit down quietly for a really long period of time, that it's going to absorb hours and hours out of their day. And if their head's not clear, they're not doing it right. So before they've even tried it, they've already judged the situation and possibly thought, it's not for me, I can't fit that in. But what we're saying is, and why we've decided to break down the attitudes right at the very start of our podcast journey, is so that people understand that these different elements 
by just looking into them a little bit more it helps you naturally become more mindful and be able to absorb yourself in things in a far healthier way for you to process things I think anyway that's what I've got out of it because I judge myself a lot and I've been guilty of judging other people and situations in my lifetime and sometimes without any cause to do so but it's only because we're always racing to get an answer or get to the next thing so yeah yeah and I think it's um it's unrealistic isn't it to not judge you know you can't go through life just not judging and we'd be foolish to say that you know we're not we can't just sit in this you know ivory tower and say oh, I'm not going to judge this or that or the other I think where it does help is like the definition says be aware of your judging and be aware of what those filters might be because I think the exciting thing about mindfulness is always that it might just open your mind to some new revelation, some new epiphany, simply because you just take off all those old layers that you had and then start to see something new. And I think that's where this attitude can be really, really helpful. And not only that, um, aren't people boring <laughs> that keep talking about opinions that, that you know what opinions that they're going to say and you know it yourself you probably hear your own opinions in your own mind you know whether it's about politics or whatever it is and you probably bore yourself you know thinking about that I know I do but you, you know so it's just good to be aware of what they are try and just step back from it and uh, and have an open mind yeah I think sometimes though people feel like they've got to make judgments to get somewhere almost like as a security thing so you know if you've got an opinion about something or you've made a decision and you've made a judgment call if you like on whatever the thing is I think it makes people feel safer if they're coming from that place so the most natural thing for us to do really is be mindful but we cloud ourselves with this stuff all the time don't we so we're like pro be mindful we teach mindfulness and the importance of it but we come into this world quite mindful without all these things attached and it's only as we go along and let these things come in that it clouds clouds our vision so by creating this space and sort of baby steps really just going backwards so much comes to you and you get so much benefit when you are in the present moment and there's the story, isn't there, that we learn when we go through the mindfulness training about the girl that walks down the road. Do you remember that one? So, you know, you could walk past someone on the street, someone you know well, and they might ignore you. So straight away, you might think, oh, that's rude. Oh, thanks a lot. You know, if you say hello and they don't say hello back. But in that person's life that day, you know, their dog might have just died or they might have just lost their job or they might be facing a challenging time, but you've already judged them as rude without even knowing the situation at all. So yeah. I think it's important, just like um, it said, to come back to that space where you're not doing that all the time. And it's natural that you're going to end up slipping back in there. I mean, it's hard not to. It's just a natural way, isn't it? And in some ways I suppose it can be healthy to judge certain scenarios but when you're trying to be present or even try something new like meditation like I touched on earlier it's important not to put the pressures on yourself because there is no need for it really 
you're right there is no need for it um two things i was going to say on what you just said just to build on it yeah you know you say about having an opinion um i remember you know back when i had a proper job and i always remember that if you're in a meeting you know you you were kind of pinned down as to what is your opinion which side are you on you know which side of the fence do you must have an opinion if you didn't have an opinion it didn't look like you were trying hard enough and i think um so very often we're we are encouraged to jump to conclusions without knowing all the facts. And I know we can never know all the facts, but we can do a bit better at that. Um, but I think there's a difference between having an opinion that's considered and just being non-judgmental in the moment or being judgmental in the moment. So uh, I hope that's not too confusing what I've just said. But the other thing to build on what you said about the, you know, the, the girl walking down the street Um is that we we have this tendency to make up those stories to fill in the gaps um, when we don't know all the details, and if we can only just stop ourselves doing that, that'd be so beneficial to our mental health, wouldn't it? Because that example where oh well they're rude or I must have done something or you know whatever it is um, is not good for your well being. So why do we do it? We should we should stop doing it. It's a trick of the mind that we just need to try and curb sometimes you know yeah we should and it's from that place like you say when you give yourself a hard time and then you put yourself in that position that you build bad mental health don't you you start becoming anxious or you can feel low and then all different scenarios can trigger I mean I've got uh, family members permanently worrying about what what they've said and what other people think of them all the time unnecessarily and it causes just high level of anxiety and it's no way to live, really, because at the end of the day, everyone just wants to be happy, right? That's that's the goal well, for me anyway. <laughs> just just want to be happy. It doesn't matter how you get there, but to feel that happiness, you've got to accept certain things for what they are. And I think when you come to that place, you draw in naturally what's meant for you. Quite often we we are blocking things because we're placing judgments all the time on how we think we should be and what we should be doing. I mean... I've written a blog, not published it yet, but about the word should. It's a new pet hate word of mine. Oh, right. um, People are often talking about what they should be doing. And I know that this is a, a frequently used word. I do use it all the time myself. But I think when you use the word should, you're setting a level of expectation on something you think you should be doing because you've got a judgment of where you think you should be. So it's all these kind of shoulds and shouldn'ts and do's and don'ts and you know this and that but I don't think people give themselves enough slack just to relax be present switch off and just enjoy what they're doing enough because it's looked upon in society that you should always be on the go and be doing more and be getting to the next thing but again That that's where the judgments come in you place them on yourself don't you that you don't feel you're good enough or oh I haven't done enough today or oh I should have really got that washing done or I should have done a bit more or a bit less or you know it just goes on and on and everyone can relate to being under pressure but by sitting from a space where you can choose your responses to what you're doing it doesn't matter where you are today if, if you, you're where you are aren't you and tomorrow's a new day and you can start again so I think like with the other attitudes I mean they all come into one but 
you know and come together quite nicely to bring us to a point of being mindful but we just need to cultivate the awareness of where we are mm. and just not put pressure on like non-judgment for me is almost non-pressure because I feel pressurized a lot of the time and I think by not judging so much I feel a bit less pressured in my own life to be able to not give myself a hard time if I haven't got to where I think I should be because I've used it again that should it's like should be like but should you be anywhere I mean we are where we are wherever you go there you are as he says again John Kabat-Zinn that's true. Yes, I'm holding up the book itself. Wherever you go, there you are by John Kabat-Zinn. But yeah, you're right. And, and I love that way of um, looking at it. Non-judgment is non-pressure. It's all about the expectations we put on ourselves and others, isn't it? So if we lower that bar, actually, you become less judgmental by definition. And yeah, you're right about this should word. So and I know I've, I've just been reading a book on um, mental health and the cognitive behavioral therapy section in there. And, you know, hearing that language that you say to yourself, oh, I should, as you said, you know, I should be doing more or I should be doing less is very damaging. And and if you hear that word should, it should be like a, a red flag to you is, well, should I, <laughs> you know, and maybe you question it. And, and if you, if you should be doing you should have put the laundry on fine, you know, but at least it gives you that little bit of, as we always say, that little bit of um, chance to step back and reassess your responses. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the time I think it's, we worry about what other people think about us. Yes. You think about your, your own home, for example, you're, you're sat at home if you haven't put the stuff in the dishwasher or haven't put the washing away if you're there on your own it's no real big deal is it but if someone were to turn up at the door straight away you'd think oh you know you know what would other people think if my house looked in this state I mean I'm personally not that not bothered but I'm okay with it but I'm just saying the pressures come from external factors a lot of the time don't they if you're there yeah. on your own a lot of these things don't matter. I mean, if you have a lay-in in the morning, I mean, I didn't get out of bed the other day. This isn't a usual thing, but till midday, um, just because I wasn't asleep. Well. <laughs> um, but I just, no, no judgment here. Yeah, exactly. But I thought, but a lot of people might think, oh, that's a bit lazy. Mm, yeah, look at her. Doing a bit more. You know, I've got two kids at home, but we'd been away all week. And I thought, do you know what? I just want to lay here. I read my book had a cup of coffee and I just didn't get up but I was quite happy with that but five years ago I would have given myself a hard time all afternoon about that because I'd have judged myself as a not good enough mum or you know but I needed a, a few hours and that was fine absolutely and I was going to say uh, you should feel okay about that but then I'd be using the word should I which, do we, just, okay. which we just banned <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad about that that's good. All right. So there's clearly loads of layers to this, isn't it? And loads of dimensions. So, you know, I hope we're giving, you know, some thoughts and ideas to how people can think about this. Um, but you are right. I mean, the reality is we're judged as well, you know, and very often we'd be naive to think that even our friends don't talk about us behind our backs, you know. Oh, look at the state of, you know, Kelly's kitchen. My God, you know. 
it's gonna it's gonna happen isn't it not that i've seen your kitchen i'm sure it's perfectly you know perfectly clean um but yeah the reality is they're gonna do it we can separate ourselves a little bit and help ourselves because it's about us within isn't it not necessarily what anybody else is doing so how do we how do we give as we usually do if not always practical tips on how to be non-judgmental then well i think the important thing for people to take away from this attitude is i do like to use the word pressure is mm. not to pressurize themselves so much so if if someone feels they've got a lot going on and they just wonder oh how can i bring mindfulness to this or what can i do to not have all these things building up on me it's just to take a step back just like you said at the beginning choose their response and not really worry about what other people think because or even the, the thoughts that may arise about themselves because we all are living different lives and everyone's got their own story and with different things going on and nobody knows what other people are facing that may they made it perfectly fine on the outside but if you don't get something done in a day or you don't feel that you want to be in a job you're in that you feel like you should do or there's other things that you feel that you should be exploring or things that you just simply don't want to do anymore you know like being invited out for dinner for example I've got quite a few people I know that can't bear going out for dinner in social situations mm -hmm. I, I personally love it but they don't so it, that's fine isn't it like they shouldn't have to go if they don't want to go because it, all they're worried about is what the other people will think if it's something that they don't want to do I think everybody just needs to be able to take control of their own self and know that it's okay just to be where you are so the tips to do this would be just stopping thinking about where they are in the moment and coming back to meditation even just taking a couple of breaths out because when we feel overwhelmed it's quite a scary place to be isn't it when you're caught in that loop and people have social anxiety you know I'm referring to this dinner scenario or you know health anxiety or what, whatever it is people might be struggling in their jobs and when all this judgment comes in on what you should or shouldn't be doing that favorite word again arises you get stuck in the loop so it's it's just unraveling and we know that meditation takes away problems it doesn't give you anything I've said this before it's like my favorite line ever when I talk about it what does it bring mm. to you nothing it's what it takes away so it'll That's take a good away one. the noise take away the stress and I think by taking time out and not putting those judgments on yourself gradually over time you build up a resilience if you like to be able to be more present and happier so that's what I would say. I hope that wasn't too garbled. Feel free to dissect that. <laughs> no, I think it was. I think it was very clear. And um, you're right. It's about taking pressure off yourself. I just got a slightly different angle on it, which is a way I think of uh, just cultivating the attitude itself, which is um, think about whether you're liking or disliking something, um, but try and cut through that. And, you know, for example, I mean, a couple of examples I have are if you think judgmentally about a person, whether it be a friend or somebody you don't like or whatever, if you can train yourself to step back and say, 
you know, why am I thinking that? And and is that that thing I'm thinking about them? Is that their whole persona? Is that am I just defining them in that way? Because when you get to think about it, you actually realize that you know we're all the same. We're all basically the same. We're all just trying to get by in life. And yeah, you might judge somebody for whatever trivial reason but you know they're a human being and there's a lot more to them than you're thinking about them probably um and very often you judge them because of something they've done to you or not done to you right and that's ego centrical thinking isn't it it's like well you know my they're i'm judging them by my standards well maybe i should just step back and say they're my standards not theirs so they're entitled to have their own um and I think that's it. I think I think when you sit down and meditate, if you can think of something like so, let's say you hear a noise and we meditate on sound or you meditate on a sensation and you say, am I liking this or disliking it? And is there any need to do either? Or do I just receive the sensation and that's it? And then once you've broken it down and analyzed it for what it actually is, not what you think it is, then you start again. You have a new a new blank canvas. So like the thing that. I'm I'm glad. The thing you like about it, the thing I like about it <laughs> is um I think it can be really exciting to start thinking in new ways, you know, and free yourself from those boring old things that you think all the time. Um and you get sick of the sound of your own voice in your own head. And I think that's just that's the exciting thing about this for me is just being fresh and open and new I think that's great I like it I, I also yeah I appreciate what you said there a lot because I do think when you come from this place it it does open you up to so many more new possibilities because we've we've spoken about beginner's mind haven't we which ties in where you kind of got exactly. new eyes and you look at it in a new way so hopefully that's given everyone a few tips on how I to so. place judgment on everything really and for that be a freer happier soul that's what it's all about so uh good so i think i hope you've enjoyed listening to this um episode on non-judgment and we'll be back next time for one of the other attitudes too so we look forward to speaking to you then bye for now mm-hmm.